Welcome to GNA Podcast, Games Nerds and Alcohol, where Shadow gets up and runs away right in the middle of the introduction. God, I love that man. How is everybody doing tonight? We have a full frigging house tonight. I am Cecil Xavier, your host, and I'm going to go around the room and introduce everybody. The reason I'm talking fast is because we're going to go over time and I'm already apologizing. So if you haven't set aside like two hours to listen to this podcast, it's a complete miss because wow. So let's go around the room and check out who is here with us tonight. Damoc. How you feeling, man? I'm really good. We're happy to be back. Rock on. And we got Zyberblood up there. How you feeling, guy? I am on a fast track to being extremely buzzed. I am uh, right behind you drinking this fine, fine rum that you have uh, suggested. And we got D over here from Microbrew Gamers. D, how you feeling, guy? Good, man. Good. And we're being joined tonight by Shadow. You heard him leaving a second ago. You probably heard all the clunk, clunk, thank, thank that he was doing. Oh, did I not mute again? Oh, whoops! I'll just I'll fix that. Whoopsie! No, you totally muted. I'm just busting your balls. Oh, my balls! And we've got Shinzu joining us again tonight. How you doing, Shinzu? Fight me. Love it. And we are being bestowed by a very special guest. We're get we I I, I don't even know how to introduce him other than awesome. We're being joined by the article. How you feeling, guy? Uh, perpetually confused and always terrified. Oh God, that <laughs> voice! You know, it's, if we can't have Blue here, we have to have you here because you talk, and that just that 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 baritone in there just gets my nipples hard. Uh, unintended, but I appreciate it nonetheless. <laughs> I think it's because of all the disappointment. That's why his voice is so deep. Yeah, I kind of I've I've adopted kind of an Eeyore sort of cow. Uh, timber or timber to my voice, whatever the fuck that is. Hey, Pooh. Ho, hum. My God, that's a bald head. Oh God, yeah. Like you got to watch out when Cyber <gasps> like puts his puts his uh freaking things. Oh no, you're talking about freaking Shinzu over there. God, I didn't even notice that. I'm looking over at Cyber. Holy crap! Fuck happened to him? It's the convention of festers. I buzz my head. You look like a really pale turtle. <laughs> <laughs> why does his head look like a penis oh that's not no dude it's awesome it's just with those headphones on it really really makes your head shape look weird okay that's all i'm saying i and the weirdest thing is like i have like the non-notchiest head ever so like i legit have just a head there's no like rises or bumps or anything in it like at all it's just a dome it's just a dome it's a dome of a manly amazing royalty you should all worship it get down on your knees and suck it I think we should wax his dome. Oh, while he sleeps. Wicked shiny. Oh, oh, wait, 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 wait. He's asking us to bukkake his head, so... I say get on your knees and suck it, not the opposite way around. All right, look, I gotta be a lot farther down this bottle for that, but we'll negotiate later. Anyways, first segment. What is everybody drinking? So let's start. Let's go around the room. Let's go in reverse. Article Man. Are you oh, drinking anything to us tonight? Uh, no, nothing alcoholic, but I will be sipping on uh, some some of Colorado's finest weed. So that's nice. Uh, nice. So yeah. this is a family show? We cater to children? Well, it's legal here, so I don't know yeah, what to we, we like to We like to say that we do drug testing on this show. You bring the drugs, we test them. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, Shinzi, what are you drinking tonight, man? I'm drinking what we're supposed to be drinking. I got some rum. Uh, what, what type of rum? It's nothing special. Don't make fun of me. It's Bacardi. Oh, well, Bacardi Gold, Bacardi Silver. What are we talking here? Black. That's racist? No, it's just the color of the Bacardi. 
It's not racist if it's true. No, I'm pretty sure that still counts as racist. At least that's what they said in my sensitivity training. Well, then you did something horrible and you should feel bad about it. How was I supposed to know the towel head wasn't an actual way you describe people? Oh, well, I think it, it really depends on who you're describing with that sentiment, because if it's like your wife straight out of the shower with a towel on her. That's exactly what I was talking about. See? She came out and my kid was right behind her. They just took it. She just took a shower before my wife. Yeah. Who knew that me just yelling that in the middle of freaking <laughs> work was going to get me sensitivity training? I'm not a politician, so I can't weigh in. I'm not sure how they didn't get in trouble for showering at work. Dude, you didn't like seriously, you don't weigh enough to weigh in. I don't like your tone. <laughs> Shadow Fox, what are you drinking this tonight, man? I'm drinking uh Casamigos tequila. And Damox Arms went straight to the sky. Huzzah. I don't know why I'm drinking this. It appeared on my desk at work, so bottoms up. Woo! That's the best tequila. We roofied it. I was gonna say it's it's pretty much the easiest way to get fucked with in a drink is be like oh i don't know where this came from let's drink it seems like a solid plan so there we go (laughs) that burns (laughs) i think that's the first thing they warn you when you go to college parties is don't drink open containers that are handed to you oops i drank all of them it was sealed probably oh yeah anywho d what are you drinking with tonight man well (laughs) i originally bought for the show this distiller select before he continues, we are going to hope that it's not a basic drink this week. Because it's been a basic we drink every other week he's been on the show. Well, I, I bought uh, Woodford Reserve Kentucky Straight Bourbon Whiskey. And I was reading about it, but uh, I'm not sure if it has cocoa or not. And that's what I'm concerned about, so I haven't cracked it open yet. I actually emailed the companies to say, if there's no cocoa, just cocoa notes or whatever, I'm going to start down on that. Um, however, I picked up... The, uh, the Vic- Victory Brewing Company Golden Monkey beer that I'm drinking. Belgian-style triple. So it's got added spice and everything else. Very similar to Hefeweizen. And because they're busting my balls about no liquor, I just took some Schmirnoff and orange juice and made myself a screwdriver. Nice. Hey, screwdrivers are solid, man. Pretty sure they're liquid. Just saying. <laughs> liquid goes down the hole. He Good does point. have a point. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And al- <laughs> alcohol is a solution. Technically. It is, if you study chemistry. So, Cyber, what are you drinking with us tonight, man? Um, well, I finally got to the um, third of the Kirk and Sweeney's, which is the 23-year. I am sipping on that. Um, I, I used one of my little ice ball things in here because it said it would be nice over ice. And I'm sipping away at it, and it's it's very delightful. It has a sort of um, uh, sweet toffee caramelly on the front, and then like a sort of pepper on the back end. It is every bit of the description that they give you on the website, from uh, the first sip to the last bit on your tongue. Nice. And Damoc, what are you drinking tonight, man? Uh, I started with some wild turkey American honey spice, which is just wild turkey American honey with ghost pepper, and that was fantastic. I bought some little bottle shots to try it out. I was say, you're a brave man. <laughs> oh, man, it's so good. You don't taste the ghost pepper, but it has a nice little kick at the end of it. Let, let us know how that comes out the other end <laughs> later. Uh, I, I will. And then I got some uh, Japanese Suntory whiskey 
Toki. I don't know. It's good. I like sipping on it. Nice. Well, all right. At least, well, you know, like a majority of us are drinking tonight. Well, at least we're all going to get fucked up in some fashion. I'm already high. Uh, I myself <laughs> am, uh, since I was actually listening to the last show, I myself am drinking some Kirk and Sweeney rum, but I couldn't find the 23-year-old, so I'm tr- I'm piling down this 12-year-old. And, uh, oh. I know, it's, it's weird. It's weird sticking my tongue into a 12-year-old. I need an adult. Did you at least ask permission first, or did you just go near deep? No, nah, you know what? I just, uh, I just... I, I took off all the wrapping and I just uh, I just been sticking my tongue right down through it. There's <clears> nothing <throat> wrong with the twelve year old. It's very solid. Um, is all right for shipping, but is really nice mixed with a little bit of coke. Um, not like uh, you normally would do like a rum and coke. Just a little splash on top of that is amazing. I went through a whole bottle of the twelve <laughs> uh, when I first came on to a. Uh, Kirk and Sweeney's. Well, see, the pr- the problem is, though, is that if I try to do rum and coke anymore, I get drug tested, and then they're like, wow, dude, you got way too much coke in your system. But, I mean, you just do a shot and then a line, and it's great. I'm actually kind of disappointed you didn't pick up the fact that he was uh, on a Kirk and Sweeney 12-year-old. I think he was trying to get as far away from that as possible, which I think is yes. the smart direction to go away from that joke. I think that's probably the best way to go, yeah. you know, that joke. Just walk far away from it. Yeah. It's like the it's like what's the best thing about twenty seven year olds? There's twenty of them. There's twenty of them. Yeah, yeah. All right. Anyways, moving on before we get sued. Um, man, just to think, I'm at twenty three year olds. We don't get sued for that one. We go to jail. <laughs> yeah. I don't know yeah, a single right. one of you motherfuckers. Right. <laughs> Halfway through this, there's going to be, like, another box that appears, and it's just going to look like the FBI emblem or some shit. We're going to be like, uh, (laughs) what are you doing here? Just Shadow, whatever you do, let's not let any of the people that are showing up to your reception know about the GNA podcast, okay? None of them. Got it, got it. Between that and the skeevy-ass links that get shared, man. (sighs) Dude, I'm telling you, I'm getting that Moldecock thing. This it is, is going to be a wedding gift. Yeah. This is a, a sector of the internet 4chan would be proud of. Like, I'm just going to say right now that as I was leaving, they asked me what the name of the podcast was, and they were actively looking it up as I was leaving the dinner table. I really hope they don't start playing it in the middle of the restaurant. I really do. Oh, <laughs> no. I sincerely hope they do. <laughs> as long as it's not episode 101, for the love of God, not episode 101. I bet you that's going to be 101. I love it. I'll text them now and suggest it. Say, hey, episode 101, that's something you should play. It's very spiritual. No, no, no. You should text that to your parents. <laughs> no, I do not want to be the reason that you are no longer allowed to see your girlfriend. All right, so next segment, State of Games. State of Games, if you don't know what it is, is where we just talk quickly about um, what games we've been playing for the past week, uh, or we just pontificate on how we think games are in general right now. So let's just go right back around that room. Damox, State of Games, man. Uh, Thanks to Cecil, I picked up Anno 2205. I played the crap out of that for several hours. Thanks to God, I got Colony Survival, which I also played for a couple hours and enjoyed. Then, randomly, Desposition 3K, D-E-S-P-O-T-I-S-M 3K. 
I'm not good at pronouncing things. Uh, yeah, that game is awesome. If you haven't seen it, it's a shitty little like retro graphics game that's amazing. And then, of course, Elite Dangerous released a major patch and has taken my life away. No, Zyber. No. Do not send that text. Do it. Do it. Do it. Sorry to cut you off, Damoc. Damn it, Zyber just sent a text to Shinzu's girlfriend to say, listen to episode 101. God damn you. Thank you, I was looking to be single. Go on, Damoc, sorry. No, no, I'm good. I've just been playing a lot of Elite, and uh, I appreciate the games that I got over Christmas. All right, Zyber, dickhead, what the hell are you playing? Um, Oddly enough, I haven't played really much of anything this week. Um, Yeah. The only thing that I've been playing is, what the fuck is it, uh, Eternium and uh, Eternal Card Game. That's it. That's fucking lame, dude. Yeah, it is. It's very lame. All right, so right now Zyber gets the uh, gets the blessing of basic bitch this episode. D has changed, changed over the, uh, the mantle there. I told you that shit was contagious. Because yeah. <laughs> it's, it's like crabs. <laughs> Zyber's got it. You sat in this episode and got it. D, what's your state of games there, guy? Well, I mean, on the Switch, I've been playing um, Shining Resonance Refrain, an RPG. So it's a remake, so I've just been playing that. I uh, started playing the uh, Mario Kart 8 on the Switch with the uh, wife and kids and had a blast. So that's a really good Mario Kart. So pretty much just been family games this week. Nice. What about you, Shadow? I'm still here. I'm just, I'm really feeling this. Uncle. I finished Kingdom Hearts 2. Woo! And I finished the fuck up from Wildlands. Now, now, do you want to tell everybody what that fuck up was just to open up some old wounds and make people feel horrible again? Okay, no, I, I do not fault Zyber in any way, shape, or form. One human player that cannot spawn on somebody... <laughs> does not equal three AI players like I was playing. So I do not blame him, but I did block anybody from joining me while I finished playing Ghost Mode and unlocking the rest of the Exo Armor. So you finished is what you're saying. I did finish. It is done. I am fully kitted out. I'm proud of myself. And now I'm playing The Witcher 3 again because there was a video of a patch they added where there's a, uh, there's a massive creature that spawns fairly early if you kill six cows. And because I had to re-download it to test it, I'm just saying fuck it and playing it. Nah, he's lying. He wants to get that 1,800 hours beat. Oh, that's like 23 playthroughs. and That, that game is a procrastination simulator. <laughs> it is. <laughs> oh, what about you, Article? What's your state of games there, guy? Uh, well, recently I've been playing uh, Call of Duty 4 the, for the... Precisely the blackout, the uh, large kind of like multiplayer crap that they do, which is the first version of that kind of battle royale I've ever played. And I've kind of been having fun with that, but I keep going back to uh, Dead Cells. I really like that game. And I tried a couple other games this week. I can't remember what the hell they're called right now. Uh, Kingdom, something about two kingdoms. I don't know. Uh, But that was pretty boring. Um, I mean, I, I think the state of games is good. I just don't, I find it hard to be exposed to a lot of it because so much is there, but I don't know. I, 
I'm always hard when I'm exposed. That's weird. All right. Um, I'm exposed right now. That's why you can only see from like my nipples up. I'm beginning to feel that way myself. Uh, no, but I think that everything is is probably okay for the most part as far as gaming is concerned. I just don't know enough about the current like plethora of games out there to make that kind of a, a call as to like what the hell is actually going on. I feel like it could be better, but it, chances are I just don't know what the hell is even out there. Uh, what about you, Shinzu? What's your state of games there, guy? I've been playing three games as of late. One game I've been playing is uh, Player Unknown, and I've actually been having a lot of fun since they released the new snow map for that one. I've been getting a lot of kills as well, which is nice. I've also been playing the Dead Space 3 with you every Wednesday at 8 o'clock. We stream it on Twitch, and and you stream it on Restream, which goes to YouTube and all those good stuffs. Having a lot of fun listening to you scream like a little girl. I did not scream like a little girl this time. You came pretty close a couple times. I squeaked maybe, but I did not scream. Came pretty close. I've also been playing uh, COD4 with uh, with Article, and that's been uh, infuriating because that Painful. game was not made for uh console. That game was totally made for a keyboard and mouse situation. Yeah, we just die a lot. That's basically what it is. Some rounds, it's like 30 so, seconds. Basic, a red drink. Uh, I actually finished off the bottle of tequila. It's a little bottle. I know. That's that's like a bottle of tequila is like baby. It's like one and a half shots. What are you giving your kids to drink at night? <laughs> They're Vikings. My city games is actually, uh, it's not nearly as lame as Zyber's, but uh, my city games is pretty light. I've been playing some Dead Space 3, as you just heard from Shinzu. Uh, we are chapter, what, 15 now? Out of 19, I think. Uh, we're, we're just putting Rosalita back together. Like, we're just at the tail end of Rosalita. Um, actually, so, surprise, I actually kicked back in and I played a little bit of Destiny 2 for like an hour and a half this week. And I'm kind of happy with the the state of Destiny 2. They've done a lot of balancing. I'm not going to say it's perfect. I'm not going to say, hey, everybody, run out. Let's go play Destiny 2. Certainly not going to say that. The grind is like, literally, I would I would much prefer to like shave my nuts with a rusty machete. What do you got, Zyber? Yeah, I, I hopped in last week and figured out, okay, all my weapons are useless and I have to rebuild everything and I did not like that now I need like so many extra material to uh, get to the point of it being a usable weapon with its full potential. I did not like that one bit. Yeah, so the, I, I'm, I'm pretty pissed that they brought back the material use for um, for infusing again. So you got to go to Titan, you got to get all this alkaline batteries or some shit like that and plug them into the Energizer Bunny and that makes your weapons disappear and other ones power. I don't know, I really wasn't tracking all of it. All I know is that we jumped into some Crucible and for not playing pretty much any competitive PvP at all for the past four months, jumped in, I got like a 2-0 right off the bat. I felt pretty good about that. It's like, alright, I'm feeling good. Granted, I was with five other clanmates, and we were really just walking around and, and just wrecking people. Oh, wait. You know, that makes me think of uh, this past Sunday, which that actually does count for this week. I played several hours of Overwatch and actually had a spectacular game. Oh, friggin' awesome, man. 
What else have I played? Oh, actually, I fired up Elite Dangerous for about an hour or so today. Um, I love that game. But uh, yeah, I, I loaded up my save game. I was out next to a star pretty much on fire. And yeah, I uh, couldn't remember where the hell I was supposed to go. So I just pretty much uh, flew better around than me. for an hour. Way better than me. I, a year into the game and I still can't get out of the goddamn hangar. <laughs> you know, they make tutorials. Just play the tutorials so that you understand basic ship movement. Then come out with me and you can be billionaires because I'll take you on mining sprees. You get to see the cool shit where we blow up the asteroids, then mine them, then take those sweet, sweet void opals to a system and sell them. Well, I might have to get into that bit, bit farther since I am now down to nine classes. I passed my last class. Whoop, whoop. So, well. That's the set. Oh, man. I'm feeling, uh, I was really, I freaking hate papers. Like, I, I I don't I didn't realize how much I hated papers, but I hate papers. I don't I don't use that word lightly. I don't papers that is. I don't hate them just as much as I often find that I don't really give a shit what I'm writing about. You know, like so, dude. I'm I'm literally I had I had uh, five papers I had to write for this last class. Okay, mm-hmm. every single one of them were utter shit. And I mean that they were utter shit. I reread them after I submitted them and they passed. And I read it and I said, they've <laughs> got to have a machine just reading this. That's it. That's all that's happening. They got a machine reading this shit. Well, they probably, you know, as much as you don't want to write it, the teacher probably doesn't even want to really read it, you know? Maybe the teacher just looked at you and gave you a handicap, you know, kind of like at uh, golf and everything else. And you have like the special kid. Yeah. No. So literally. Okay. So check this out. Cecil's the curve, not because of his penis. So, well, no, I could piss around corners, dude. So I was looking up, I was looking up doing some research on the the last one I had, which was a case study. So I'm like, all right, well, let me, let me do some research out here. Maybe there's some other discussion topics out there that I can track down and maybe they got some information that I can, you know, kind of piece together and make my own. So right towards the end of me finishing my last paper that I had to submit, I found this one link and I'm like, oh, cool. And I even sent it to my wife so she could read through it. And I saved it, and I never got to it. So I submitted my paper. I'm like, all right, cool. I cracked that thing open. I started reading it because I found the link. I looked at it. It wasn't a discussion of the paper. It was some dude's submission. I submitted four pages, okay? This dude had like 16 pages. He had graphs in there. He had all sorts of weird stuff. And I'm looking at it going, mine looks nothing like that. I just failed. Nope, I passed. Sometimes it's a uh, you know, qual or yeah, quality, not quantity, that matters. Oh yeah, it was like snake venom, just enough of it to kill things. Fucking overachievers. Well, yeah, that that's my biggest problem. Like I, when people, when it, when a professor gives me like an assignment, they're like, "This has to be, I don't know, what a thousand words or whatever the fuck." Like I am hitting a thousand words pretty much on on the head. Because I'm just like, no, you you get no more, you know, like. That's right, because all paper is based upon the Twitter rules and regulations. You only get X amount of characters. In my paper, world, in my world, we're getting it is. way off topic. We should probably steer back to the actual matter at hand, guys. <laughs> yeah, we probably should. So we actually have a topic for tonight, and it's not oh, about yeah. it's not about me shifting gears into why I hate schoolwork. So the topic for tonight is gaming trends for 2019 
that we just want to go away. So we'll give some examples here quick, like just in case you're sitting there trying to boggle in your head, just so you can kind of catch up of where we're supposed to be. Trends like, you know, the overuse of zombies or trends like loot boxes, that type of thing. All right. So let's just let's I, I, um, again, whoever's listening to this, I'm sorry, we're going to run over. <laughs> I know it. So let's go around the room. Let's try to hit some people up. Let's give let's let's open this up for discussion on this one because I'm really interested. I got some of my own opinions, but I'm really interested to hear what you guys have to say. So, uh, so Shinzu, you you're looking really excited over there. Like you like you came with both barrels locked and loaded. So go on, give give us give us one. Last time you guys, oh dude, there's so many though. Last time you were like, you better become prepared. So I actually have an entire list of things written out here that I had written down. Jesus Christ, is that double spaced? Yes. <laughs> <laughs> so, um, well, I think I think the main one uh, that everyone kind of, kind of wants to stop seeing is microtransactions in games, but more importantly, uh, microtransactions in games that particularly take away from the game itself. Like you almost have to like, kind of pay to win even in like normal console games now all right give some examples man come on come on you can't just uh well so for example like uh you know i had some good examples right here uh call of duty has always been a good one we have to pay to get the better equipment as as article laughs he kind of gets that uh i, I laugh because i disagree with you i think you there should be more microtransactions in games <laughs> oh god oh jesus okay I'm just fucking with you. <laughs> Nobody. I just want to argue that. I, I was gonna say no friggin' way. To give you an example, the the worst the worst thing about it, right? The worst example I can think of as of right now that of games that I played recently is Call of Duty Four. Because before you even get into the game, the very first pop up you see is, "Hey, check out what's on our microtransaction store." And then if you join the microtransaction store, you can buy things to give you additional experience points. So you can unlock the better stuff and the cooler stuff later on in the game, which I think is total horse crap. Yeah. Yeah, it's stupid. It's dumb. And like certain games like uh we'll say, you know, Final Fantasy and uh, sorry, not Final Fantasy, um Lost Regalia, uh Fire Emblem Heroes. If you want to stay on like the top score parts, you have to have the right mixture of characters. In order to get the right mixture of characters, you have to dump so much money into the game because in all fairness and all seriousness, the actual pulling of characters is completely rigged. So I'm going to give another I'm going to give another great example of that. So everybody mobile games here, right? You play games on your phone. Yeah, sometimes. You guys have heard of the game Mobile Strike. Yeah, I've seen the ads for it. So you see, I've already seen the ads for it. Um, just like the Final Fantasy game that uh, was actually made by, I believe, the same people. There are people that dump thousands of dollars into that game. And not like thousands of dollars in a year, but like thousands of dollars in a month. And they continuously do it to stay on top. And literally, you have to dump money into that game to get anywhere near competitive. Yeah, at that point, I, I mean, that's the fault of those morons that do that. You know, like they're the, they're the ones that the, the people that are willing to actually fork over cash for that crap. Like they're the problem. You know, I like, I agree, but at the same time, we have this competitive nature that makes people want to be the top at something, so they dump a bunch of money into things. And I understand that gaming companies have to make money, but I'm really tired of buying a game. And this goes the same with like pre-orders and all the other stuff. I'm tired of buying a game, getting the game, and then putting it in my thing and realizing, oh crap, I got Halo Four. It's a great game, but in order to actually be anywhere decent in terms of like um, their horde version modes, I can't remember the name of the mode is, 
but you have to pay to have all this cool equipment. You have to have the right vehicles that you have to unlock. All the stuff comes from the cards. In order to get the good cards, you have to keep buying the packages. What do you got, Zyber? Um, I beg to differ. I am not competitive whatsoever, so I, I, I really don't care about all that well, stuff. no one cares about your wet blanket, but there are other people in this world who are competitive. So, But I get it, and the thing that pisses me off about microtransactions is that gaming companies are preying on people's competitive nature, and they're wanting to be number one. And their addiction to certain things, because let's face it, loot boxes, things like that, that kind of fall into the microtransaction category, is a form of gambling. I said it. What do you got, Daymok? Fun story with Daymok time. Uh, when we were in Iraq, I had a buddy who spent about $40,000, his entire deployment money, on a game called Puzzle Pirates. Just, just so that he could advance his clan and as soon as he ran out of money his clan booted him from everything he was out 40 grand his entire deployment money because he thought that puzzle pirates was the greatest game ever made and it's all microtransaction and then those heartless bastards kicked him out (laughs) hopefully that's a lesson in life for that guy yeah hopefully did they they actually trust this guy with a weapon ah We took his firing pin, but we're just not going to tell him. Okay, good. 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 And you you bought him lots of condoms, right? Uh, There is no way you were going to breed with this individual. No, I'm just saying, just in case. Like, if there might have been an accidental thing going on. Nature finds a way. Yeah, Uh, life finds a way, dude. Yeah, nature always finds a way. For someone that's ugly with a dick, there's someone even uglier with a clit that'll jump on the dick. Dude, yeah. we're gonna get we're gonna get banned. <laughs> yeah, yeah, by Spotify. <laughs> right. So, getting getting onto the back to the microtransaction thing. That was that was my first one, but I have I have another one. I, I want to mention it if possible because I guarantee no one else has this on their list. All right, hit us up. What do you got? All right. So I'm what I'm really tired of seeing is special elite ultimate <laughs> digital packages that caught just as much as like the physical copy of the game that comes with like a statue and shit. That crap pisses me off. You you oh, yeah. you buy that shit. I just want to make this clear. You are one of the people that causes that shit to exist. I buy the Don't ones. That, I buy the physical copy of it. I'm talking about the digital copy. The one we go to Xbox Live, oh. we spend two hundred and fifty dollars on a digital copy that doesn't come with any of that physical crap. Like I absolutely, I I bought Skyrim Special Legendary Edition to get Alduin. I bought the Gears of War Three Legendary Edition to get Marcus. I buy these things when I see a statue and I'm like, I really like this gaming, but I've never purchased a special edition, digital edition for any reason, only because you don't get any of the bonuses that you're supposed to get with a physical copy. Like, why would you spend $250 on a digital copy that comes with nothing physical? Because I want to be the best. Okay, so I've got one, I've got one caveat to that. I've got one caveat to that. There's a game called Starlink. That if you get the digital deluxe version, it actually works out better because it's like 70 bucks or 79 bucks and you get all the ships that come along with the game versus if you buy the physical game or the physical like $79 one, all you get is the one extra ship. 
and you still got to buy the rest of them. Right there is one thing that's kind of wrong. So when you buy the rest of those ships, what do those ships give you? Just skins to look at pretty, or they do additional things for you to help no, you? No, no, no. They're different ships, different weapons, different mount points. Um, oh, cool. All that so basically stuff. what you're saying is you can buy oh, Starlink drink. and you get one ship, and then you have to buy the rest of the ships to actually make the game complete. Yeah, probably. What do you got, Zyber? Um, there, there is one game that I bought that's a special edition where it didn't give you a physical copy of the game. It gave you a digital copy of the game, but you still got all the stuff. And that was Battlefield 1. But did you get anything physical? Yes, yes. Well, I got then that's the... not what I'm talking about then. Sonic Mania did that shit too. It was big box. It gave you a digital game. And I only spent ten dollars on that uh, that special edition too, which was ridiculous. <laughs> that doesn't count. Well, no wonder because it probably sucked. Well, look, the only way I'm going to spend two hundred plus dollars on any sort of special edition that's digital is if the game creator can literally suck my dick through email. That is the only way. That special edition better come with a flashlight, and not one of those used ones you find on the beach either. Those things make you itch. Yeah, once sand gets in it, it's useless. Same thing with the crabs, man. It comes with a surf and turf built right in. This article. What, 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 what's a gaming trend you want to see vaporize from this year? Uh, oh, vaporize yeah. Vaporize this year. I, I kind of want to, like, there are a lot of trends nowadays that I think are just kind of ridiculous. Um, but I kind of want... Like, I go back and forth on this one. Like, Twitch and, and stuff like that, where, like, people stream games and other people, like, watch people play games. Like, that's, uh... I haven't done it yet, so I don't know if it's, like, actually entertaining or what. But, like, to me, it still strikes me as, like, a a weird thing. But then again, like, when I was a kid and, like, my brothers would be playing something, I was always more than excited to watch them play it. So it's like, I don't, I don't fucking know. But maybe... One trend I, I would like to see stop is I, I want to see the trend where like shitty controls is somehow an excuse for a good game, like or sluggish controls. Like you can say Dark Souls. You can give Dark Souls an example of that one. Well, yeah, I was going to say Dark Souls is an example of this. Rockstar frequently makes games which I find boring as shit. Uh, I'm sorry, Grand Theft Auto lovers. I'm sorry. Red Dead Redemption lovers, I'm so, like the games move so, so sluggishly, and it just it bores me to tears to have to walk from like one town to the next in any of those friggin' games. What you're saying is you want your games to be a lot like your sex life, done and completed in a minute. No, uh, I want it. I want them to be smooth, right, and and fluid. We're still talking about sex life. Here. That's exact. That's why I chose those. Uh, yeah, so. <laughs> No, I, I just want them to, like, like in a game like Red Dead Redemption, right? Like, when you have to, like, walk clear across a fucking desert to go somewhere, it's like, dude, it's going to take you 15 minutes just to walk that route. Like, the game is, like, 70 hours long because 37 hours of it is pure walking, you know? like So it's, it's Lord of the Rings, basically. Right, that shit needs to stop. Like, I, I hate seeing it. I mean, Skyrim did the same thing. Right, yeah, and, and, and things like that, where it's like, at least, like, this is one of the reasons I'm actually interested in Crackdown, like Crackdown 3 or whatever, 
is because like in that game at least it's like it's supposed to be like a fully open world but you gain like superhuman abilities along the way so that you can leap like entire skyscrapers and shit it makes it entertaining to play right you're just a fucking cowboy in red dead redemption and i'm sorry but so boring did you not learn your lesson from crackdown one and two those games were so awful they're, so nah, they weren't terrible, but they weren't great. You know, like they were kind of middle middle of the road. But I would it, rather it, stick my dick in a cheese grater than play Crackdown one or two again. I got a cheese grater. Bring it on and, over here and start start slicing. Make sure you use the side with the tiny holes. <laughs> Whatever yeah. side makes it so I don't have to play Crackdown one or two again. Bring it on. No, but yeah, I, I, the trend I see happen like. Lately, everybody, if you make a game that moves like a geriatric cat, like people praise you for it. It's fucking weird to me because I like Dark Souls is another great example where like the controls, like you hit a control and it's almost like you can almost fucking time the amount of time it takes for your character to react to once you've pushed the button. Like there's a noticeable delay. And that kind of stuff is like, I don't know, I just it irritates me because I'm like, this is now 2019 you know like this this is not the technology of the future this is garbage i will agree with them that like dark souls is one of those games where you play and you're actually playing the controller and you try to basically tell your friends that the controls are awful i'm like oh no man dark souls is a fantastic game and you actually play dark souls and you're like oh my god my character moves like a tank yeah yeah that's really why i like um dead cells so much because that game is so damn responsive like the controls are just sweet in that game Super tight. Damoc, did you just find a cock sheath that was a cheese grater? Uh, I'm not going to say yes or no to that question. What is even going on there? Either way, it sounds here. looks like a really good time. Oh yeah, and bad storytelling. That shit's got to go. Alright, be quiet, Cecil. <laughs> as long as we have any sort of games... These companies have millions and millions of dollars and can't hire a writer for shit. Like, are you kidding me? This is ridiculous. Like, there are so many good storytellers out there that put together, like, stupid shit on their own and throw it up on YouTube. Hire some of them. You know, like, it's ridiculous where they get these people. They get the most cliche fucking stories nowadays, and they're like, oh, let's just... They do the the Michael Bay shit. They just, oh, let's fill it with explosions and nobody will notice this storyline is fucking garbage. Can uh, I actually enter? Let me hashtag fuck Michael Bay. Let me interject right here. So a lot of the things that you're talking about in terms of storyline, and this is this is actually our fault, the fault of the populace who actually buy the games, because they take a look at the trends that are currently in gaming and they kind of align their storylines to do that. And every once in a while, you'll have a game that breaks out of that and kind of makes it their own. But every one game that makes it after breaking out of that kind of roundabout shell that they kind of figured out the storylines for, there's a dozen that causes companies to go out of business. So they're doing it pretty much just to follow along. And we keep buying Call of Duty games that have a basic storyline of we're the good guys, they're the bad guys, and it works. So they keep doing it. Yeah. Not anymore. EA is uh, falling off. They're done. What about you, Shadow? What's, what's a trend that you want to see vaporize? I want to see Battle Royale go away forever. Not going to. Dude, why do you want to see Battle Royale go away? It's, it's such just... a fun game type. This shit's just going to get bigger. Like, what's wrong with Battle Royale? I hate that game type. I just... Is it because you suck at it? I bet it's because you suck at it. Yes. It's because I suck at first-person shooters, so I want to be able to respawn and keep killing badly. You do know that you can, yeah. you can just play 
it in third person. A lot of those games have third person capabilities. Too, I kind right? of I kind of agree with him for for not not strictly speaking to hate battle royale, but like I do wish there were an option to play a battle royale that like once you died, you got to then like helicopter back in. You know, because it's kind of annoying. Them. That I wouldn't mind, but I, I don't like the idea of just dying. Okay, well, I'm going to just wait yeah. until the round's over, I guess. Yeah. You don't have to wait until the round's over. You leave and join another game, man. Yeah, like, but not- even still, like, there have been moments where I've played, like, three or four games in a row in which my total playtime in-game was exceeded by the amount of time I spent in menus. Like, that's we not have fun. A, <laughs> we have a terminology for people like you who play games and spend more time dead in the menus than they actually do playing. It's called Get Good. It's called, I don't have a lot of fucking free time, and I don't feel like playing the menu simulator. Yeah, well, they I understand play Pokemon that Pokemon Go. But there should be like a... You could, always, you could always just buy some loot boxes. Pokemon Go <laughs> is an abomination to the series. Or there should be like a version that drives a bunch of people in on like a short bus or something that just suck you know what i mean like so we can go play so we can go play there like you guys can't you know you can't parachute in because you're retarded and you'll fucking die falling in so we gotta we gotta drop you off on short buses this is why this is why i like battlefield guys we got a million dollar idea here instead of a bus flying over top like in friggin' Fortnite, we got a bus rolling in with like one flat tire just everybody gets out and you just see like two people doing the hand slap at each other as long as they give somebody a grenade launcher at random, but odds are you're going to blow yourself up. They're just going to give everyone nerf guns and say, go have fun at Piccato or something. That is fine with me, but everybody's just on the Battle Royale bandwagon now, and it's just, it's obnoxious. It's so much fun, It's though. fun and it's challenging. The thing is, like, I hate it in the beginning. I absolutely agree with you that I hate it in the beginning, but the more I played it and the more I saw kind of like basically the value in it, it really is a very competitive game and it has a very competitive game type to it as well. And the trend basically is, is beforehand, everyone played the games like Halo, Call of Duty, you spawn in, you keep coming at the enemies, you keep coming, you bash your head. But in this game type, you get bandages too. You drop, you play, you kill players or you killed. And then if you die, you just move on to another player. Like sometimes you're playing a Halo game or a Call of Duty game and you are just getting creamed absolutely creamed you are a whore a free whore on a saturday night you are getting repeatedly creamed and you don't want to stay in that game battle royale gives the option you're dead just join another game oh i i never gave up when i was getting creamed i mean hey if you like to sit there and keep going man that's up to you yeah don't give up don't Um, like staring at a kill cam i i don't see much difference from battle royale to uh like team deathmatch i mean you're you're still getting loot or not loot, but um, health packs scattered throughout. You're still getting weapon pickups. There's no difference. The difference is you don't re the team deathmatch. You respawn. No, not necessarily. So team deathmatch has a very, very different meaning between each games. Like for example, yeah. if you played Call of Duty deathmatch, it's you're done. Once your team is done, the idea is you have to eliminate the entire opposing team. Other games, um which I, I, for honor for example you play team deathmatch it's you kill the guy and they don't respond or some variations have you, you kill the guys but if you don't kill them all with a certain time frame then everybody responds well it's still a shorter time frame i mean i don't even see the difference in capture the flag to battle royale you should play with d play a game of capture the flag with d you'll see a real difference real quick don't do oh, that oh i know he'll run to the other base with the flag i i got to agree with shadow on this and the only reason I got to agree with Shadow on this is that everybody is jumping on the Battle Royale bandwagon. It's because it's fun. 
and and I'm not saying it's not fun, but to say that you need more skill to do a battle royale is completely false. And it's That's, not you don't false. Need more skill. You have to have skill to actually do battle royale. No, that you have to bullshit. learn the map. You have no. to. I do. Are you kidding me? I the first time I dropped into a new map, I had no idea where the map was. And these are open island, open world maps that you can go pretty much everything within your boundaries. And I had no idea. And I still placed third in my first match. Like I'm constantly in like top ten every time I play. But it's just the fact that like you have to know how to use the guns. You have to know what to look out for, and you have to be aware of your surroundings. And Shadow, I don't really think you're aware of what's behind you right now. Uh. Okay, I just don't so, care. I don't have time to. I don't have time to get good, for lack of a better term. I have see, a life. I have hobbies. I have a well. Then team don't hate that I the manage. game. Yeah. Don't hate the game variant. That's don't hate the, the game. Hate the player. Everybody's jumping on it. That's right, what guys. I don't like. If they make it an additional on. game type, that's hold, fine. Hold on, guys. Hold on, guys. Hold on. Hold on. Hold on. Damn, what do you got? Heated. Hold on one second. Not everyone's jumping in on it. You have PUBG and you have Fortnite. That's it. Uh, Call of Duty Black also Ops. jumped on it. Yeah. Black Ops Black is selling yeah. as their number one thing. No one is playing Call of Duty. I disagree, sir. True. I just say, yeah. Let Actually, me look no, at the sales numbers for Black Ops 4. Hang on. You it's can. ridiculous. There are but a lot of everyone people. Everyone is playing Fortnite. The second favorite game right now is still PUBG, and Black Ops and everything coming from EA has been falling off. You have two major competitors. And Fortnite being number one, I've played a lot of it, and I am absolutely terrible at the game, but it's a lot of fun. Yes, it takes skill to do, but let's go back to Counter-Strike. Everybody played Counter-Strike. Everybody imitated Counter-Strike. It's a, you die, you're fucked. That's it. You gotta wait the timer out to respawn. Battle Royale is here to stay, and as much as I don't enjoy playing it because I don't do competitive gaming anymore... It's absolutely fantastic. As much as I hate it, it's fantastic. It's a good time. This guy gets it. He understands yeah. the rush, the feeling of going up to a, an opponent that you're like, oh, I killed you because you had no idea it was, and then you teabag him. You bring that shit back. It is pretty, like, that's one thing I do give the Battle Royale is it's like exhilarating again, which I, like, I haven't felt that from a game in a, quite some time. Counter-Strike. I will it. tell you, it was, yeah, Counter-Strike. So I'll tell you that, like, I have not ever felt like a rush playing a game. Not like a high rush, but, like, I, I was in a building today earlier in playing PUBG, and I heard people on the outside of the building, and I'm freaking out internally going, like, oh, God, I'm a singular player. All the rest of my team is dead. There's only, like, four of the people alive, and they're all coming in to kill me. And out of everywhere, I'm poised. Guy comes up. I hit him. He's down. I'm like, yes, I'm going to actually maybe win this. And then a grenade just comes through the window. And you look at this grenade. It goes right by your head. And you're like, well, I'm boned. you got to play Tarkov. I've or felt that I feeling want to. like I, 10 times I do in the play past Tarkov. month playing single player. Yeah, so if you, if you want that exhilaration, you want, the, you want that feeling of like just, oh, my God, oh, my God, you got to play Tarkov. I want to play Tarkov. The problem is that like all the friends that I had that played Tarkov, except with the exception of maybe you, no longer play it. They all kind of like just got the game, played it for a couple times, and lost interest real quick because it's the same thing over and over and over again. Yeah, and that, that's one thing I got to give Blackout. Like, it can be extremely frustrating, but I do always find myself going back to it to play some more. Like, it's still I mean, fun. 
and admit it, like it's a lot better when you play with like a team. So if you don't have yeah. a team to play with, it stinks. But like when I'm playing with Article, we have a lot of fun, and most of the time yeah. we end up dying. We fuck up. Oh, we fuck purely up purely because we are just joking around and just <laughs> BSing. Or we'll get lucky off. Like he's gotten lucky a couple times where he's done some things that everyone's like, "Oh, that's awesome! I've killed an entire squad before by myself with that's a true. rocket launcher." But I was it there. Happen. I saw it. It's true. All right. Well, well. Now that we're done beating the shit out of Shadow's choice, I mean, that you're entitled to your own opinion. It's fine. I just don't have the time to deal with that nonsense. That's yeah. just no. Me. That's fair. That's fair. I'm not. I'm not even playing any multiplayer in general anyway. But if I was, the few times I do it, it's it's quick response stuff. I want to actually be able to play the game when I have time to play the game. Yeah. Because I understand. I am not the best player. I don't have time to work on the skills, learn the maps. I don't. It's not something I have time to do anymore. There, I literally did. There, there was um, like you can go in and play just like as a, your own private match, essentially. I went in and did that just so I could explore some of the objects in the game that I had yet to be able to get to, essentially. Which that might help. Uh, hasn't helped me yet. I still die like way too often in it, but I don't know. It's All right, so D, what do you got? He wants less cupcakes in games. What I want to see go away is that, like, every game, whether it be a new IP, it seems like everything has a special edition. It's like, can you wait to see if we even like the game first? That is There's true. just too many goddamn special editions. And it's like, if it's a long-running series that have been traditionally really good, it's like, yeah, I get it. But a lot of new games, it's like, e- even back when, like, you had Lunar in, in uh, Lunar Eternal Blue, they came out on the Sega CD, and then eventually you got a special editions on the P- uh, PlayStation 1. It's like, now everybody wants the you know, and plus they like I said before or Shinzu, sorry, I I just lost where I was going with that. <laughs> don't worry, man, I got you. I don't have you because I have no idea where you're going with that. All I know is that you were complaining about the no. fact that every every spe- every game that comes out has some sort of special edition for yeah. it. And I will agree that as a back of the day when you got a special edition, it was like, hey, it really felt like the companies were giving you a reach around because they were. That's what it was because you got a lot of cool stuff with them. And these days, yeah, now they're like, hey, you could, I could get the same stuff by just playing a game at a country fair. Then I get with all the new stuff and all the fucking DLCs that come along with it. Because let's face it, DLCs was just an excuse to break up with the content of a game as well. And don't even get me started on season passes. Yeah, I'm, I'm sick of those as well. So, no, but, but you're right. Essentially what you're saying is if everything is now special, nothing is special. You know? Yeah, and then you just fork it's... out extra money, but they, they don't fill them with good stuff anymore usually. Here's your participation trophy. Yeah, that's exactly what it is. So... They have special editions out there too that are like $1,000 as well, which is stupid. I mean, we know what we talked about, not this show, uh, I think it was the last show. We talked about like the high and the most expensive special editions that there were in games. <coughs> Star Citizen. <coughs> Astronomically expensive for no apparent reason of the fact that they came with a couple extra whistles and bells, nothing significant. Like, I think even it was it Call of Duty that had the, the, night vision goggles which is just goggles with a flashlight oh, yeah. attached to them <laughs> the other thing I want to see go away is um, having digital games be the same price as the physical because let's face it the companies are making more money because they're not producing anything physical there's no cost to the physical you know the game itself and plus the player or the customer loses out we don't get to trade for it trade it back it's like I don't know about that like I don't you'd have to find out what kind of a deal like because when you sell a digital copy over Xbox ps or or like the pc there is a cut that the company that 
is selling it gets, and that might come out of the CD profits as well. Be careful what you wish for too, man, because what might actually wind up happening is they might wind up charging more for the physical copies and keep the digital copies the same price they are now. Yeah, that's a slippery slope. And I also want to say, I would like to see the price of, of digital come down a little bit, but also for 2019, I want to say for overall, I want to kind of see a lot of uh, physical copies kind of go away. No. I do too. That's a slippery slope. You got to be very careful. I honestly don't want physical copies now. It is, but but we but what I want to see is like because I mean except for collectors. Oh shit, Arkham's Razor. I mean, except for like say collectors, there really is no reason to waste all the extra packaging waste, and you know, especially with the uh, environmental concern, there's no reason to waste all the extra stuff. I want to see if I just want to see it for like collectors. Smaller batches, like say limited run type stuff. So here's here's the thing. For those of us that still like physical copies, I want you to do me a favor, D. I want you to turn around and look at your back shelf right now, and tell me you don't have physical discs anymore. Yeah, I'm one of those physical collectors. But what I'm saying is, I don't think we need to pump out, you know, one million physical copies. I think if we just did yeah. like a limited run, like a smaller amount of physical copies. Right. But here's the, here's the other thing. If you have physical copies and you as well as you have digital copies, I can give you a physical copy of the game. Like if I don't want any more, here, here you go. Whereas if I have a digital copy, it's mine forever and it's tied to the account. I can't give yeah. it to anyone. You can't trade it in. And then yeah. if everyone goes over to digital copies and period, what you're going to have to do is you're going to run into the issue where the next generation consoles might have... Um, no, I mean, finish your thought. I mean, I... <laughs> I see, you're, you're up here doing this and Zyra's doing, fingering the air here like he's got his girl in the room. Well, we've been doing that for about the past two minutes. So I'm not paying attention to you guys. I'm just saying, like, it, if there's no physical copies and we have to rely just on digital copies, you're going to run into the situation where they're going to bring back DNC, where they're going to basically say, okay, this is now ours. You can't do anything else with it. Well, it's already, I mean, it's already there, but I mean, it's where the future is going. It is. I mean, physical copies are just, and there's, and there's reason to believe that some of the newer systems coming out, the newer versions might not even have a disk drives at all. Yeah, that's true, actually. With the PS5 and the new, uh, Xbox at the rumored, you know. Yeah, it's it's one of the more expensive components to put into a system like that. They might as well drop it out. If they could drop that out right now, they'd probably shave like a hundred bucks off the new, the newer uh, models. And, and some you, size off them. Yeah, yeah. Or put more, you know, horsepower in it, whatever, you know. So, guys, uh, we missed something horribly on the episode where it came to special editions. There was a dying light special edition that was 38 th- sorry $386,000 does it come in the car please tell me that was a joke that has to have been a joke no dude no 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 it's not a dude okay so listen here developer techlam crammed a lot of goodies into this package including custom built dying light zombie house park over lessons an opportunity to play dying light be the zombie with the game devs a trip to techland in ryclaw poland and the winner, the winner's face skinned onto a Night Hunter character model, and a handful of other extras. Hmm. That's kind of cool. I don't know if that's worth forty thousand dollars, though. I mean, what are you going to tell your kids? You're like, sorry, forty three hundred and eighty six thousand dollars. Somebody's still bad at math, I see. Dude, you just bought a house. They bought you. There's a house in there. What podcast are you on? I mean, could you would you go tell your kids, I'm sorry, but daddy blew the inheritance on a video game? 
Yes. It's not for but you. But you get a house. You get a house. Dude, they get, like, like it says Depends on where it is. A custom-built, dying-light zombie house. Like, you're getting a house. You probably meant physically or digitally in the game. I bet you it's digitally in the game. They're trying to pull a fast one. I don't know. For a $400,000 price tag, they'd probably mean, like, a, a literal house. You think they'd. And it's in Poland, so, you know. So it probably cost them, like, 20 bucks. <laughs> They're going to build it on the edge of a fucking volcano, but, you know. Holy Whatever. sheep shit. Saints Row 4 had a million dollar version of their game. That must have come with a lot. That had to have come with like a Porsche or something. Also probably the world's best, you know, therapist. Or... Probably just sarcasm, It came actually. with a Lamborghini. Yeah. And a Toyota Prius. <laughs> I called it. So it came with a Lamborghini and a Toyota Prius? Okay, there comes a point when you're actually just buying the Lamborghini and the Toyota Prius. Yeah. And the game's just an add-on to it. Could you imagine going to the dealership Whoa. and going it, up to someone? Special like, edition hey, Lamborghini comes with a game. We have this plastic surgery and tickets for Virgil Galactic space flight. Oh my god! Damn. I don't think anyone bought that. I, I would honestly want to see whoever bought those go to therapy. Please, would, if you ever bought those, go to therapy. If they're a billionaire, that's like chump change. Dude. Oh my god! Steve Jobs bought it. Well, I was just gonna say, if they were smart, they would have. <laughs> he's too. He's too late to collect though. <laughs> Yeah, well, well, if they were smart, they would cancer treatments. We wouldn't be having this conversation. Can you? Can you? Will no, he's dead. Away? Steve Jobs is dead. He ain't going when, up in no spacecraft. When did that come out? When did that come out? Saints Rose Four. I don't know. Come- it came out a while ago. Steve Jobs is still alive. Right. So my point is that's those Virgin Galactic space flights were outrageously expensive then. So Hold on, everybody, Hold that million on. dollar price tag might have been worth it. His. That that means Steve Jobs' ticket is still up in the air. The fucker's dead. Right. That was, that there's was no way it could joke. still be flying. That was a fucking dad joke. Yeah, there's no way it could still be flying. That's I got ridiculous. you, Zyber. That was a dad joke, and I'd like to say you're now officially ejected from the podcast. Fuck you, Zyber. I caught it, and I hate you for it. <laughs> I saying, even the dads here didn't touch that one. Isn't Zyber the basic bitch of this uh, this podcast tonight? Yes, he is. He is. He did. So I think he needs to drink some more. Basic was said. Drink up. Everybody what drink. You, What's your, what, what trend do you want to see vaporize? Oh, shit. He's got to drink first. <laughs> he's probably going to be like, this fucking trend is shitting on me, you bastards. <laughs> <laughs> Dude, this is drink. nothing compared to last week. We were shitting on D so hard. <laughs> I'm used to Dutch porn and Japanese videos, so it's all good. I, I'm used to it. Um, what I would like to see disappear are the 25 to 50% game releases and everything fixed in updates and patch and uh, DLC. Oh, yeah. You're talking about early release games, right? I'm talking about legitimate, Bethesda. hey, you're paying our, our uh, $75 to $100 for a game and you're only getting like 25% of it with a limited promise of getting a full game. <laughs> by the end of it if the yeah, company yeah, doesn't so go belly up overwatch so, i'm sorry so not early access but a game that's a full release i do air quotes full release but it's nowhere near complete right that's every game released in like the last six years exactly, exactly. i just noticed how long uh your girl's hair has gotten there and holy crap hold on hold on stand up they want to see your hair i'm just saying i've noticed how long it's gotten uh not that hair the hair on your head She's going to beat him. She's going to beat him. I'm watching this. She's going to hit him. 
Hold on. Check this out. All right, guys. Do you do you guys do you live in like a tower and you have to yell at her to let her hair down? That's a lot of hair. You guys wind up like knotted together in the mornings, you know? Uh, no, no. But if I'm very, if I'm not careful, what will happen is her hair will actually wrap around me while I'm trying to sleep, and it'll actually try to ingest me. So I have to be very careful because it uh, it it will kill me. I'll ingest you. Oh, she never has to buy a scarf. No. No, she's never asked to buy a scarf. All right, I'm sorry. I got us off topic. Moving back on to topic. There, there was a topic? There was a topic. That she kills me. It's a good oh, alibi. Oh, just choked him in his sleep. <laughs> you got anything else, Zyber? That was it. That was it? All right, what about you, Damok? What do you want to see vaporize from Gaming uh, World in 2019? Well, pre-ordering, with air quotes, to get access to the beta which is actually the full game, and it's shitty. And I hate to harp on Fallout 76, because we all know it's the massive failure. Oh, turd on it. thing was a turd in a box. Fallout 76, Anthem, Destiny. Careful, careful, Bethesda might ban you. Fuck Bethesda. Oh, Bethesda can... You know what? Bethesda can take away every game that I've ever played by them, and they can also abandon my ability to play any other further Elder Scrolls game, but 76 was a turd, and they knew it was a turd from the get-go. And they sold it to us like it was a golden turd. There are a lot of people who are fighting for that game, too. Like, have you been look? Have you been checking out? There are pe- there's like a hardcore community that are like, this is the best game, You, it's getting better. Yeah, it's all you the developers. That- the sad, you know what the sad part is? Denial is that there are five stages and they're still on denial. Oh, God. <laughs> they'll, they'll, move, guess, they'll move on. You get stuck on stages, man. They they'll be crying you. in the shower. They'll be like, it's a good game. It's not a bad game. I can, I can do things on it. It's like Ace Ventura when he figured out Einhorn was a man. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I forgot about that. Yeah, I just, I'm getting tired of, you have to pre-order so that you can get access to the beta of the game, and it's not going to change. You're going to keep all of the shit that you got from the beta play into the full release. It's becoming absolute garbage, and everything is doing it because everyone is basing everything they have off of, oh, it's pre-order sales. We can get 150 million pre-order sales, and we know the game's going to be fantastic. And here, here, we'll give you beta access, but it's limited and it's shitty and then you get the full game and it's still shitty it's not a beta that you played it's a full release game that you played they gotcha like what do you hate more though uh games that offer a beta release or pre-orders that basically say hey we'll give you a a small portion of what should have been in the game originally if you pre-order either guns you said basically you got a drink they can all go to hell the whole lot of them yeah that's another garbage sediment oh man oh man Uh oh article just got something i gotta hear it it's it's not on the topic but can we please trash the new hellboy trailer fuck yes yes we can that thing is awful let's you know let's 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 save that to the end let's move on hold on hold on no 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 no. he he said it okay so the the first thing in that trailer that literally made me cringe 
was where he walks out of the damn van and he throws his arms up. He's like, I'm on your side. I'm on your side. And he's like sitting there doing the whole wiggle with the thing. And like, you can see that the arm is heavy and he's doing this wiggle as he's trying to pull it up in the air. It's like, oh God. And it looks like loose. Like there's like cracks. You're like, what the fuck is it? Like, how did makeup get worse? Since Ron Perlman's try. So the you know, only like, thing in that whole trailer that I loved, like there's one thing in that trailer I loved when they asked him, "Is what's that hand good for? And he's like, it's good for smashing stuff. Like that, that was like, I he was channeling his inner Ron Perlman right there. Right. Well, it makes me sad because that dude is, he's a good actor. Like they have him on Stranger Things. Um, oh yeah, he's the, a sheriff. Right. And it, so like, I know he's a good actor. I know he could probably pull it off, but like the the dialogue just sounds so cheesy, so cheesy, kind of forced. Yeah, I mean, it's just like like everybody in the in the studio filming, like every time any of the jokes were told, they were just like rolling their eyes, and then they still thought, yeah, this will be fine, you know? Like, no, that's terrible, dude. Ugh. You know what my favorite thing about that trailer was? It ended. Exactly. And I could close YouTube and just basically be like, okay, I'm done with this crap. Because like, I honestly thought that they wouldn't be dumb enough to try Hellboy again without Ron Perlman somewhere in the mix. Or if they were going to do it, it would be more of a rated R kind of thing. Yeah, without Ron Perlman, it wasn't going to be because Ron Perlman was the only one who get the cavalier attitude that Hellboy had in the comics. Did anybody? I just watched the trailer like, what the fuck did I just see? Yeah, yeah, dude, it's bad, dude. isn't it? So the only way it could possibly get worse is if Rob Zombie's brother edited it. <laughs> like that's the only way it could get worse. You remember that fucking that, that scene? God He's damn it! Like, who keeps hiring that guy? Did you see where it, where it says directed by Shyamalan? Dude, the pull away, like you said, there he's got the gun and then in the, the driveway. For like, for, he, oh like, he pulls God. away into the damn stratosphere. That was the slowest fucking helicopter in the world, man. Like. <laughs> no. It, it takes like 10 minutes to zoom out that far. It's like, what the f- And then finally- It, it was the bicycle-pedaled helicopter. Hold on. And, and the then- helicopter. Yeah, yeah. It's yeah, like it's the, yeah. helicopter. Yeah. Oh, my God. I actually want to be in the room where they discuss this shot, and he's like, hang on. Wait a minute. <laughs> Wait a minute. We're going to do it. We're going to do a scene, and we're going to pull away, but we're going to keep pulling away, and then Us, you're going to stop. No, yeah. no, no. We're going to keep pulling away- then you're gonna stop. No, no, we're gonna keep pulling away, and then you're gonna stop. No, 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 we're never gonna stop. It does. And make the only it- reason why it ended <laughs> by the t- by the time they finished pulling away, the Voyager left the fucking heliosphere. <laughs> I mean, <laughs> not yeah. even that. The Voyager. It was. But the only reason why they stopped filming is because the camera ran out of film. That's the only reason why it stopped. I was, I was just gonna say that. It, what What I'm more curious to see is what did they cut? You know, like how much further. Did it pull away? And before somebody was like, "We got to chop this down somewhat." Like it was, it was probably like that friggin' fatality in Mortal Kombat three, where this, where the, where the robot smoke launches out all the, all the bombs, and then it shows yeah. the Earth just blow up. That's yeah. where it panned out to. It panned out to that. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. No, no, like it, it, was, happened. it turned to that scene from Kung Pao where the camera goes from the chosen one to the enemy, and it keeps flashing back and forth, and it keeps drawing back out and drawing back in. Yeah, yeah. You, you know why we're not allowed to fly drones up really high, right? This is why. Yeah, because they're afraid we're going to make another shot like this in a movie and people are going to die. Oh, man. It almost interrupted the space shuttle because we're sitting there in the stratosphere. 
<laughs> yeah, it friggin' knocked the the Hubble space station or Hubble space scope or telescope out of fucking whack. Yeah. All the conspiracy theorists see there's a UFO. No, it's that fucking cameraman. Yeah, some some say he's still going to this day. <laughs> I see yeah, me. yeah. So that shot in Space Cowboys with Tommy Lee Jones on the on the moon that actually wasn't Tommy <laughs> Lee Jones. That was the dude that was doing the shot for that movie. Just keeps going. I do hear that another five years he'll finally leave the galaxy and start going right. into the. Yeah, he's been sending back radio waves every now and then. Interstellar, <laughs> the real life. I hear he made a cameo appearance in the uh, the Huygen probe that went by Pluto. Fifty years, we'll actually get the uh, the director's release where it actually shows the planet just getting smaller and smaller and smaller. <laughs> At the very last second, you see like a little flash of the muzzle, and that'd be it. Fun little fact, if you actually watch the second Guardians of the Galaxy movie where they're going through all the time warp zones, <laughs> you see him. You see that guy with the camera still in oh, hand, no. and he's pulling back farther. He's still got the camera. What would be worse is like if they do make like a, the, I don't know, the director's cut or whatever the fuck, and then it's like it pans all the way out. And then just when you think it can't get any worse, it just pans all the way in again, and, you get, like, and then he shoots him. <laughs> oh, could you imagine what that guy had to go home to? His wife's like, so baby, you go home from a hard day shooting? He's like, no, I just went backwards the entire day. This is my life. Don't talk to me again. Develops a drinking issue and just sees it on TV and then flips the TV in anger. Dude, I think we got a YouTube channel here right now. Like, we've got to, we got to shoot this. I could, I could have been great. And then this movie, again, it was like Smash Mouth was like, I could have been the next thing if it wasn't for Shrek. They're like, I could have been the next Michael Bay if it wasn't for this damn movie that shot me just going backwards. Oh, man. No, look, I, I, I just, I forgot what I was going to say now. Forget it. And then I saw her face. <laughs> now I'm then I from a distance. <laughs> I kept going back. Oh, God. It shot from a distance. <laughs> All right, Cecil. What do you not want to see in video game trends for this year? So, I, my, mine is kind of like Zyber kind of nailed what I what what I want to see disappear, but mine is is actually quite specific. It's in the development process. I want to see games that are developed solely around DLC to go away. So not necessarily games that aren't complete when they're released. <coughs> well, like okay, so f- uh, here's a for instance. Now, don't get me wrong. I love the game. The co-op in it has has like blown my mind. It, it's it's my staple. It's my bar whenever I think of co-op gameplay. Dead Space Three. So they made that game, and then like they designed the whole end around a DLC. So you've got to get this DLC to get the rest of the story. Because at the end of the game, which I'm not going to ruin, something happens, and you're like, oh shit. And then all of a sudden you're like, I can't believe we left it there. Like, like your mind is just like you look down and it's fucking Terry Crews in the Old Spice commercial. Your friggin' head just opened right up. Your brain came right out on little thrusters right next to you. And then, bam, just exploded in front of your face. One question. What do you do since the company's gone belly up? What do you do if you go back to play? And you can't get the DLC. <laughs> well, so thankfully you could still get the DLC. It's still there. It's called Awakening. And you can still get it. So that's a positive. And worst case scenario, if you can't, then that means you got to get your ass over to YouTube and you got to watch it. <coughs> Half-Life 3? Half-Life 3. <laughs> but I'm going to piggyback up what you said because, like, when we went to first play Dead Space 3, you had to buy permission to even play co-op, which is ridiculous. 
ridiculous. Okay, okay so so you got to go back to a time where Xbox oh, was out yeah. with their Xbox Pass. So they had Xbox Live to get out there, and PlayStation didn't. So EA was trying to get in on that money because they were like, well, crap, Xbox is doing that. That means we can do it. So when you bought the game originally, and it was a way for them to fight piracy and um, reselling of games as well. Because if you bought the game, it came with that pass automatically with it. And all you had to do was you just put in the code and you got to play online. But if you bought the game like resell, like you went to GameStop or Babbage's or wherever the hell it went, and you rebought the game, you didn't have that pass, so you had to pay that extra money. So that was their way of making some money off of that resale. And I also would like to say that um, as well as uh, you, I thought you were going to mention Destiny because like when Destiny came out, there wasn't enough of a game and they offered you all those DLCs. And by the time they finally said, okay, this is the final DLC, you're like, what? That's the entirety of the game. Like $60 would have been, maybe this is worth $60. But I think a game that encapsulates what you're talking about more uh, is Alan Wake. Have you ever played Alan Wake? I haven't played Alan Wake, but I've, I've seen, I, actually, I, I, I think I've got it on uh, Steam now. You have to buy like three DLC packages. Like when you bought the game, if you pre-ordered the game, you got a DLC package, the very first DLC for free. And that allowed you to see what happened to Alan Wake and get closer to the total end. But you had to buy – it came in four parts. You had to buy the game, and then if you bought the DLC separately, it was like half the cost of the game. So the game in total cost you about $100 to find out what actually happens in the storyline, which is stupid. So where I'm, where I'm thinking specifically – so actually, Article, you hit on it earlier when you were talking about season passes. So when a game comes out and I see that a game has a season pass right along with it – that is an instant limp I'm getting. Like I'm all I'm all of a sudden looking at a game with completely negative connotation because I'm going, I have to buy a season pass for this. That means whatever I'm paying, I know I have to pay more to get the whole game. And me being a completionist, that means I'm really screwed. Yeah, I fell for the season pass thing once for killer instinct of all games. And me and my my brilliant mind decided i was like if i got the second season pass then i'll get like all the first tier characters and the second tier characters it was a lie i told myself and so i only got the second season characters of which there was like one that came out and then over the course of the next like 12 months eventually other characters came out but it like it was so sta- like so awkward. It wasn't like a timely release where it was like, oh, we'll release a new character every couple weeks or whatever. But it was just so stupid because it's like all you're getting are new characters. Like this is fundamentally a lousy way of of creating fighting games where it's like every character you play as now has to be like some special release. It's like no, like what good is a character? Like what good is a fighting game if all you're selling me then up front is stages? You know, like you can't even play as any characters until you get a fucking season pass. So ridiculous. Go ahead, Cyber. But that's the thing with a lot of fighting games. You no longer have the playthrough unlock. It's, oh, hey, this character for $5, and then you have this character for like $2, and so forth and so on. It's, It's fighting game loot box, basically. Big up. Killer Instinct on the Xbox One. Yeah, that's what that's what article was just talking about. Yeah, that's what I was just guessing yeah. about. Uh, it's big when up. they sell you the game characters and they sell you skins on top of the characters. They're like, oh, by the way, this one character has twenty skins available for him at dollar. Sh- shout out to the new Smash Brothers though, because they did that shit legit. 
You don't have to. Yeah. You can't buy any of the characters. You have to. You have to fucking play and unlock them all, which is dope. I'm I'm enjoying it. I'm enjoying it. I want I want to I want to stop on that for a second. I don't mind buying cosmetic shit. Okay, if if I like for instance, I I I have Mortal Kombat 10, and I love Mortal Kombat 10. I I that I actually love the Mortal Kombat reboot. A lot of people hate it. I don't care. I like easy that they, fatalities. Well, actually, that that's a pain in the balls. That's that's kind of cheap. But I like that they rebooted the bo, bo, or, uh, the entire um the entire storyline to. Uh, you know, so that, that they took what it was and they had a storyline, even though it was like weird that there was any storyline there whatsoever, but there was a storyline there. And then they just said, okay, we're going to reboot this. This is how we're doing it. You know, time travel. Hey, thank you, DC. But, but I don't mind cosmetic shit because like you get a character, you get, you get reptile and you're like, damn, reptile looks cool. But then you can go out and you can spend a buck or whatever on reptiles, Mortal Kombat one suit. And you're like, oh, crap, that's totally nostalgia. Oh, okay, I like that. See, I don't mind that. Like, even in Destiny, the microtransactions that they have in Destiny are, like, all of them are cosmetic. So you go in, you buy a weapon skin, or you buy silver to get whatever. I don't mind that. That's the microtransactions. That's the DLC that I don't mind whatsoever. It's when they design a game that's that's just... They release it, and they're fully focused on DLC packs that are coming out. So they know that they're giving you 25% of a game or 50% of a game. Or, or, you know, maybe you play through it, and you've got 100%, and I'm air quoting again. I'm doing that a lot tonight. You get 100% of a game, but then it's like, oh, well, here's episode two. That tells you a little bit more. Here's episode three, and this tells you a little bit more. And you're like... Well, crap! I want to play the storyline. I love the I love the game. I want to experience the rest of the game. But now you're piecemealing me here. You know, you're you're releasing a game with the the thought process of there's going to be DLC. I want to see that get completely abolished. I want to see people design games for the sake of designing games and DLC to be the afterthought. Yeah, I, I think. Um... Honestly, if I think Halo Five actually did a fantastic job in kind of merging those two worlds, because they like there was a lot of stuff you could technically buy uh, through like the packs or whatever that it had, but you could just play the game and get awarded points for every like how well you did, and then you could turn around and use those points you earned to buy the packs themselves. So you didn't have to spend a dollar or a dime on any of the the downloadable or like unlockable weapons or anything. So for me, that added shitloads of replay value to that game because I just played it until I unlocked everything, which was fun for me. But uh, other people, you know, I'm sure they spent money to unlock all that stuff. But, you know, I'm not going to do that shit. Uh, but that like that kind of arrangement I'm okay with because that at least gives people like players the choice to kind of like you know chip away at actually getting all that equipment just by playing but yeah the, the, a lot of this stuff is like like especially in the battle or the call of duty world like you will never touch that shit that you can download like any kind of new weapon upgrades or whatever you can download from them, like, you're never going to unlock that by playing. Like, you, you need an infinite number of years to amass the points it'll take to get there. And they give out points like they're, you know, like it's rations in, in a fucking, uh, I don't know. War of 1802 or something. 
Right, right. Like some kind of wartime environment. It's like, you know, meager rations for everybody. It's like, no, this is dumb. So that I disagree with. But I think that there are companies out there that are trying to strike a balance with that that system. And I think I think we're probably going to like it's never going to go away. Let's be realistic. But I think we'll probably in the future see more more games developed like that, where it's like a reward system that can be based on being bought or it can also be based on merit. So long as that those rewards are equal in the end versus, you know, Call of Duty is like, oh, just buy this super special fucking rifle that aims for you or something. You know, like that kind of crap is like almost game breaking. I think we're going to start seeing more like smaller game companies start popping up more indie games as platforms continue. And I think we're going to start seeing that the bigger companies aren't just going to be self-sustainable because in all honesty, you can't really continuously keep pumping stuff out without people eventually losing interest. They'll just buy up the, the indie developers, man. What do you got, Cyber? Well, like what uh, article is saying, it really burns my biscuits when uh, these companies put that kind of system out there of, hey, you know, you don't have to buy stuff. You can earn it in the game, but it's going to take you like 40 million years to earn anything worthwhile. Battlefront. But you have to play yeah. the game to win the game. Like Pokemon Go, they they've evolved that. I know Shadow hates the game with a passion, but wait, which game? I I respect what they did with the gyms on where you could hold a, enough gyms to make enough money to get their little boxes. You don't have right. to spend a dime in that game whatsoever. <laughs> Games that are set up like that, to where okay, you know, you can still get all the coinage you want to expand your your gameplay with like reasonable effort you don't really have to bust your balls or cut your dick off to get a loot box or anything um that's what i like in games where there's that kind of balance not this oh well we really put this out there to make you want to buy stuff because it's so hard to get it you know a pokemon title doesn't have any kind of microtransactions the rest of them you know what pokemon title's good all of them. None of them. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so fuck you, good sir. I've I've got a great example of of a game where DLC was actually made on as an afterthought. So you guys remember Fallout Three? Yes. Okay, so Fallout Three was a huge game. Well, I hate it or love it. It was a, it was a huge game. No, it's was, fun. It's fun. Yeah, it, it it was. It had all the all the 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 great makings of like an Elder Scrolls, but a lot of shit that you could do in it. And when you got to the end, and sorry for anybody who's listening that has never played Fallout Three and they want to, but at the very end, you make a decision to basically kill yourself to save the world. You 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 kill yourself in this big radiation thing. You flip the switch and. Everybody's, you know, all the water gets cleaned up because you turn on the thing and every, you know, you die, but everybody else lives. Well, they made DLC at the end of that, that came out way later. It was like months later, but they made DLC that actually changed that ending to you wake up and all of a sudden, Hey, you're, you're okay. And there's more shit to do. So those DLCs were tacked on and what felt, and maybe they weren't, maybe they were planned right from the beginning, but they were tacked on and they felt like they were an afterthought. So when you played Fallout 3 and you played all the way through the main title, it felt like a whole game. It felt like yeah. you got everything. And even the... Well, the same thing with New Vegas. 
Well, New Vegas, New Vegas was a bit different though. But in Fallout Three, when you even the DLCs that came out, like the pits and stuff like that, even if you didn't play the pits, you didn't miss out on like a major chunk of the storyline. It only enhanced and and further like immersed you in the world of Fallout. Right. That's an example of decent storytelling, though. You know. Do you know uh, a really good example of DLC that was like really good and came as as kind of like an afterthought? What do you got, D? I was saying, maybe we should just make nothing but a DLC game, dude. dude. I'm talking about, like, how long you want to go is, like, you pay a couple bucks for each module, and how much of a big or a small game depends on how much you want to buy. Dude, that was so, like my wife. She came up with the idea of making a game where all you had to do was find the save point. Like, that's, it's that's like, the whole It's game. like a choose-your-own-adventure, except you just buy a couple pieces, and they just fit together. It's starting to sound like an online arcade game, you know? Yeah. <laughs> Pretty much. All right, what do you got, Shenzu? I was going to say, a good example of a DLC that was kind of an afterthought was Shivering Isle. Yeah. Because they yeah. literally, you you didn't even play on Tamriel. They warped you to an entirely separate map. They actually put a giant yeah. portal, and when you downloaded it, it was like a 40 gig download. It was huge. What was that, that for that, again? That was Morrowind. Oblivion. Morrowind. Oh, it was Oblivion? No, no. Was Oblivion. it Oblivion? Oblivion? I thought, yeah, Oblivion, I, was I, think, I think it was Oblivion. But... Which one, what was the one for Morrowind where you went on a different island? Were you like a werewolf or something? Oh, oh uh, the blood, blood Moon or something like yeah, that. Yeah, Blood Moon. Blood Moon, the yeah. North. But I re- distinctly north. remember uh, Shivering Isle because I was dating a girl at the time who was deathly afraid of butterflies. Oh, I remember this bitch. <laughs> and oh I was playing- I tormented the shit out of her. <laughs> I was playing the game and I visited her in Chicago and I was playing the game in her apartment. And as the scene unfolds and you first entering Shivering Isles- Everything seems normal, and then as you step in, the entire world falls to the, these little butterflies, and she's sitting right next to me, and she saw that, and she slapped me so incredibly hard because she was freaking out about it. The thing that doesn't make sense about that is why would she hit you if she's afraid of butterflies? Because you know? I guess at some point level, she kind of figured I played the game before, and I was maybe doing it to just kind of up. Like, oh, oh, be careful. There's butterflies around this next bend. I don't want you to be startled. That's a ridiculous expectation to hold. It's not, I like, think it is too, but we're not together anymore, so. If it's the one I'm thinking of, she used to leave her Game Boy laying around, like, playing an RPG. No, because no, I no, just... no, not that, not that horrifyingly bad Oh, oh, no, oh, that one, I used no. to pop the cartridge out in the middle. <laughs> yeah, good, you should have just flushed the cartridges down the toilet. I may have licked a few of them, stuck them back in. Alright, on that note, uh, uh, Damoc, where can people find you at, man? Oh man, I'm always hanging out on the damn podcast. You can always find me there. No, nowhere else. Like, Damoc sucks. N- nothing. Uh, I mean, you can always email me, but no one has at blowme at damocsucks.net. There we go. What about you, Zyba? Where can people find you at? You can find me palling around on the GNA Discord, Twitter, Facebook, as well as Zyber Games, Instagram, Facebook, and Twitter. Nice. D, where can people find you at, man? People can find me on my website, microbrewgamers with a Z instead of an S dot com. You can also find me on my YouTube. Uh, I've got a Facebook, Twitter, Instagram. I've got my own Discord channel, microbrewgamers. I'm also palling around Yadude Gamers and, of course, GNA Podcast most of the time. Nice. Shout out. Where can people find you at, man? Avoiding Battle Royales. He's still Playing Witcher 3 for the 500th time. It's a mini game for Gwent. <laughs> oh, Gant? You you play Gant? It's pronounced Gwent. 
Oh, you both can Like I said, Gant. Gwint. Oh, Shinzu, where can people find you at, man? You can find me rolling around on the GNA podcast. You can also find me on Twitch as Secret Solvent, all one word. Same thing as Twitter, Secret Solvent, all one word. All right, Article, where can people find you at, man? Um, typically drifting in the wind. Uh, you know, I, I go wherever. But I don't really have any, uh, aside from this is article is my handle here on a part of your podcast. I don't really have uh, social media too much. You don't have a YouTube anymore? You do any of your uh, music? No, I deleted it. I deleted that oh, like, wow. a, like a year ago, man. Damn. <laughs> yeah. well, I'm a terrible brother. Eh. Yeah. <laughs> I'm Cecil Xavier, your host. You can find me on Cecil versus Games on Twitter. Uh, Cecil Xavier everywhere else. Facebook, Twitter, or sorry, uh, Facebook, Ustream, Twitch, uh, Mixer, all the fun places. Um Except for on Facebook, if you search Cecil Xavier and find a, a weird Arab-looking guy in combat fatigues, that's not me. He stole my name. We hope you enjoyed the show. Don't forget to rate, review, and subscribe on your on iTunes or your favorite uh, podcast application. Reviews help people find the show. So if you enjoy listening to us, spread the word. You can find us on other services like Google Play Music, Podcast Addict, Stitcher, Player FM, Spreaker, MyTuner, Your Listen, and yes, Spotify. Go check us out there. Damoc's been trying to catch up over on Spotify. If we're not someplace, let us know. We'll upload there. Go check. Um, you can follow us on Facebook and Twitter. Just search at GNA Podcast, all one word, and you'll find us there. Uh, we've partnered with Humble Bundle. Hey, D, why don't you tell us about Humble Bundle, man? Okay, I can tell you about Humble Bundle. Let me just bring up the little thing you guys got. Oh, he has to bring it up. What a. I know, I, I, I do. I can't remember shit. How am I supposed to remember shit? I'm like old and shit. And this guy works tech. No, he doesn't. He's a janitor. He just tells people he works tech. The only tech he does is when he unclogs the toilet. <laughs> you need a special tech to unclog the toilet. Oh my god, none of you were prepared. None of us were. So Humble nice. Bundle is a game purchasing website that we, GNA, are partnered with. You purchase games like you normally do, but with a twist. You choose what part goes to the publisher, to Humble Bundle, or to charity. You can give it all to charity if you want, or none of it. Your call, you goddamn whippersnappers. Throw that part, that question mark partner equals GNA podcast at the end of your humble bundle link before you buy. And let them we to let you know that we sent you there. So far this month, we have reached twenty four dollars and seventy one cents. We've reached for charity. Yes, I raised. Will, uh, <laughs> I'm gonna go ahead and say that like I immediately tuned him out as he started doing that voice. Like I would not even listening anymore. <laughs> at um, some point in there, my my brain was like, "Is this even fucking English?" <laughs> Do you no. like anime? Because we like anime. Join us Sunday nights at 19.30 Eastern Time on HTTP colon forward slash forward slash www.rabb.it forward slash GNA podcast for anime night hosted by yours truly. Or not me, not actually. It's fucking Zyberblood. He's fucking awesome at it too. Yeah, um, we will be finishing the last two episodes of Goblin Slayer. But by the time you hear this, we'll be on a new uh, anime, which we still have to figure out. Yeah, we'll figure God out God has something. not uh, gotten back to me, and we haven't placed a vote yet. Wait, are you guys not going to let uh, D finish the thing where he lets you guys lets them know what the partner equals GNA podcast does? No, no, he, he did that. He, he, fin- he finished off with how much we, we make. You didn't do the partners equals, did you, D? Yeah, he did. I did, that part, yeah. I wasn't paying. I told you I tuned out. <laughs> Uh, do you like horror movies? Because we do too. We do horror movie night every second Saturday of the month. 
Actually, this Saturday coming up, or not this Saturday, well, the Saturday after this one that you're listening to, we're going to be watching Bird Box with Sandra Bullock. And I don't know where we're going to be watching after that. Probably some B-rate one that I find just tooling around on Hulu somewhere. What the fuck's in Shadow's head? That uh, he, he's, he's, being, he's getting prepared. He's holding a Usually I would be doing the horror movie oh. night, but I'm uh, taking a hiatus for the wife's birthday party. Yep, yep. so you're going to have a good old Cecil hosting horror movie night this time around. Uh, we also do game show nights for Saturday a month. So actually, tomorrow, since we're recording Friday, tomorrow is game show night. And hopefully we get some people to show up. Uh, we'd like to, if you check out our good friends, The Meter at We Need to Talk and Caleb and Alex at Geek Squatch. Uh, we want to thank Morgan BS Photography for his, for our new logo and artwork. Check him out at morganbs.com. Email us at gnapodcast at gnaandyourdna.one with questions, comments, death threats. We don't care. And last but not least, go check out our website at www.bourbonisbetterthanrome.com. <laughs> I believe it's gnapodcast.com, but fuck them, bourbon is better than rum. <laughs> and now it goes all car speakers and all speakers and headphones. Yeah, Fidelity's gone yeah, on that one. Yeah. <laughs> that's now on the internet forever. Hello, Allstate. That's, that's why I took it off in advance so I could take it away from my head. Right? That's why these don't work anymore. <laughs> Have a good yeah. night, guys. Good night. Have a good night. <laughs> good night, all. Good night, all.